Hey, guys, don't forget. Uh, Mesa, Arizona, May 11th and 12th, comedy off Maine. Is it off Maine? On I, Maine. Was, I was talking uh, to Maine, the, the listeners when I said don't forget. I didn't realize you had already forgotten. <laughs> uh, yes. Comedy off Maine in Mesa, Arizona, May 11th and 12th. Maybe I'll just be in charge of the announcements from here on. You're the one with the phone in your hand. The phone doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's just a phone. It's just a phone. What do you mean? You have a calendar. <laughs> uh, uh, tickets, pre-sale tickets. Get the pre-sale tickets on our Facebook group, Facebook page. And remember that we have a Facebook page. It's great. If you put a Mormon and a Meth together, this is what they sound like. Aaron would all and just a retard. Listen to them talking to Mike. I'm just fascinated by how naive you are. Oh, thank you. I thank just you. uh so many things that people learned, little I don't know, like social cues. Is that what I'm looking for? Like things that we all learned as teenagers about <laughs> and, and young adults about l interacting with each other. I mean, I guess there are some men that don't understand women, but you're just learning these things now that you're dating women. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You I'm offended already. I, I don't know. I, I had to teach you the difference between a telephone pole and a tree yesterday. So... You I I find that fascinating. Uh, <laughs> that I mean, you, uh, most people your age. <laughs> uh, so guys, we're we're walking. Oh, we're walking. No, of course we're we're walking, and uh, there's this giant cell phone tower, like a giant <laughs> so beige metal cell phone tower. It's huge. And she goes, "You know, those are trees, right?" <laughs> You tap me on the shoulder like a wink, wink, like you're telling me the secret. You're like, hey, uh, you know those are trees, right? <laughs> and okay. I was like, and I was like, uh, that that you, that one's a tree. That's a tree. You said and that like, metal tower. That metal tower. <laughs> <a> tree. <laughs> and you were like. And what did you what did you say? Uh, then? Okay, you said something, and then I was like, "Yeah, well, it's just it's more that like." And I like look around all of Texas, <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't see any tree, even I told a sixteenth of this height." The trees and attach the metal. Oh yeah, or, you're like yeah, you're like oh yeah yeah. Well, I mean, it's metal on the outside. No, <laughs> the that's not what the, I said. The, I said they shaved it because my eyes are bad because I stared at the sun. Right, and so, this is your excuse uh, for everything. I don't. I really like. I don't see fine detail, and so it looked like one of the shaved trees that they hooked a cell phone tower to, which I thought was a thing. And I said, uh, "There isn't a tree this tall <laughs> in like 800 miles." <laughs> Look around. Do you, do you think they just they chopped down oh, all fuck. of them and left this one to be the cell phone tower? They're like, listen, we found a place that's got trees that are big enough. Problem is, all the other trees are going to block the signal. So you got to pick your favorite and then chop the rest down. Then you're going to shave all the branches off of it. Screw metal plates to the outside. And boom, we've got cell phone service in Austin. Sometimes I memorize, I remember things in a jumbled <laughs> order. And so what I was thinking of was in Portland, there are fake, there are trees that I didn't know they were fake until we, I was like, oh, I'm going to Google it. And then I was like, oh, okay. So there are, in some areas, they make the cell phone, cell phone towers look like trees. Yeah. Just to, to so, be, so they don't look. So, so my so. eyes, that looked like shaved uh, wood. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that must be. And so then I, but I just said it like it was fact. So then f five minutes later, I'm talking about why oh, yeah. it's hard to breathe when you're overweight. And I was like, well, because your lungs, like they're not meant. And you're like, uh. You were giving such an in-depth description of lungs. You're like, well, lungs is very thin muscle. Uh, and so, and you're like talking about pounds per inch and shit. And I was like, this is the same woman who thought that was a tree. 
And I don't uh, know why she's going to give me an anatomy lesson now. Well, so now you don't want me to give a... Uh, no, please, to... please continue talking about how I, I'm an autistic man <laughs> who's bad with women. Uh, uh, who I can't pick up on social cues. Social cues, sorry. I just... I don't think it's that you can't pick up on social cues. I just It's just such a unique, exactly. interesting thing to me that you are genuinely learning a lot of these things <laughs> at 31, at years, 31 old. years old. It's fascinating. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, that's it is my whole shtick on stage right now. <laughs> it's my whole thing. I'm doing everything that everyone did at, at 30. But I just, I did not know. I get it now. I get it. I get it. So Jess is giving me a hard time for how I uh, said something that obvi- that obviously had another meaning to this girl, which I didn't realize I wasn't thinking about. I was just like, hey, don't date that. So all right, now I get to get into this whole thing. It's someone I didn't have an exclusive relationship with. We were seeing each other, but it wasn't an exclusive relationship. But uh, we got to a point where she did want an exclusive relationship, and I did not. And... Or I said I didn't, but I sent signals that maybe I really did. Right. And I was like, How, what, what signals could I... I could not have been clearer that I didn't want to be exclusive. And then, like I told Jessa, Jessa found out, I can't remember how, yeah. but I was like, it came up where I was like, uh, I was like, oh, don't date this friend of mine. And Jessa was like, obviously, what you're conveying to her is a sense of jealousy, which means you really like her and you of course she would get that idea and i didn't know that i was ignorant well, yeah, to that you think that and just freely expressing a jealousy which is something that you feel fleeting uh, in a lot of situations that so a lot of people would take like i'm only going to be je- i have to really i don't get jealous easy uh, i don't feel competitive with anything i have i've experienced recently that i'm capable of jealousy but it has to be a very unique thing and then for me to express or admit that it's an emotion that i feel it has to be a huge fucking deal where you're just like mm, i'm jealous of that i'm jealous of that and so you throw it around real because f- it's a f- comes and goes feeling for you but what someone who wants a relationship with you and has can convince themselves that that's a possibility moving forward the second you express that you're jealous of them seeing someone else that is a oh shit he's almost in you know we're we are on our way (sighs) and i get that now yeah i get that now i wish was that not how you would feel I'm, just, no, I'm not saying that, like, accuse. I'm curious. No, that's fine. That's a someone, good question that someone, someone should ask me. That's if you fine. like someone and they uh, had expressed that they didn't want more or whatever, but then said that they were Ooh. jealous, would you how, would you interpret that as mm. uh, they like you more than they've uh, admitted? Hmm. Maybe. Okay. I, of course, would react in the opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> Where I was like, oh, my God, they're so into me. I better run. <laughs> And that, uh, but I, that's, I mean, I, cause right now it is hard for me to put myself into that full hypothetical because right now I cannot imagine like wanting something with someone, like wanting an exclusive relationship with someone I don't. Uh, right. and so that's, that's hard. But I mean, yeah, I mean, your question makes me feel like more of an asshole because yeah, I get that. Well, I think that that's, particular I mean, I can thing. remember middle school. I, yeah. I, that's that. Yeah. I should have thought I should have. I should have thought about that. So that was a different situation. But what I have realized you call jealousy, I call competitiveness. Um, Which I still don't understand the difference. What do you mean? So like jealousy would be a fear of loss or like wanting to possess that person as your own. Where you're just like, I want to be the best you've ever been fucked yeah that is yeah true. so it's like i don't really uh i i really don't uh i don't care if you fuck someone else i just don't want to hear that it was i don't the thought of how great it is or whatever um, uh yeah i don't yeah. i don't mind that they that yeah like i nothing you yeah fuck as many guys as you want just yeah i it is i just want to be the best <laughs> yeah you're just so you're just like competitive but you I wanna, call it jealousy i want to i want to know how i'm like oh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, like yeah. I want to have the the high score. 
Yeah. Like I want. Yes. <laughs> but then when you call it jealousy, women are like, oh, it's he actually, doesn't want me to it's be actually with better else. for me if you are sleeping with a lot of dudes. <laughs> it's like that there's more, yeah. <laughs> there's more names underneath mine on the, uh, underneath my initials. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I am very competitive. What do you think about? Yeah. Yeah. But you call it jealousy, which women hear as he's afraid of losing me. Which I don't think I've said. The, I don't think I've said anything that I don't think I've ever said the word jealousy to a woman before. Okay, you have. Even in that instance, I didn't use the word jealous. It's what it was like inferred. Uh, okay. I, oh, you know what? Shit, I might have. Yeah, I'm thinking of a have. different we've situation got, where you've you've expressed. Yeah, but I can't jealousy. remember. If I did that to her. anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel this is coming at a time where I'm feeling really shitty. Yeah, feeling really shitty, and I have this I don't know I'm just going back over I've had a lot of little tiny miniature little relationship flings and things ever since my divorce and it just alright so here's what happened in my mind in my perspective for however long a long time a year whatever almost two years it felt like a long time uh, I was just telling people I'm only interested in physical relationships and uh, nothing exclusive right and that's what I want. And I told everyone that was up front about this and everyone fell in love with me. And I was like, oh my God, stop it. God. And I was like, why? Are they so in love with me. I tell them not to fall in love with me and then they do it anyways. Oh my God. And then I not too long ago has hooked up with someone from Tinder. Mm-hmm. Fucked me up for 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 a brief period of time. Like I saw what was happening and I was aware of it, so it didn't really fuck me up. But for at least like a weekend, at least that night, it was so weird that it was like she was making me like her when this was just supposed to be a hookup, and she kept doing this mixed signal thing where she would say something about this is just physical one night stand, and I'd be like, yeah, duh, we're on the same page, yeah. And then she would say something that was like designed to open my heart up. It was designed to make me like her. And I'd be like, oh my God, like maybe I kind of, I mean, this girl's pretty great. She's checking off a lot of boxes for me. This is, and then she would immediately say something else that was just like, oh, but I don't do second dates. Like she would then, she, I mean, like to the point where she was talking about what we would do on our second and third date and then being like, and then a minute later being like, oh, I, I, I'm never going to see you again after tonight. I'd be like, what? What? And it was driving me insane and it made me want her so, so bad. Can I talk about magnetics real quick? Or do you want to finish that? Magnets. <laughs> Magnets. Yeah, yeah tell, talk, talk about magnetics. Talk all right, about. so I talk about magnetics all the time. All and the time. I uh, throw it out there on the podcast, and I feel like so maybe not everyone knows uh, what I'm talking about. So magnetics mm-hmm. are, uh, there's a power dynamic between, what I call magnetics, this isn't fact, this is some shit I made up, but there's a power dynamic between, in all relationships and friendships and everything, but you can easily fuck most people up by rejecting them or flipping the script narcissists do this really bad where they build you up and then they tear you down and you get so disoriented uh, see i don't know any of this stuff yeah so the narcissist part that's uh that is a thing and so magnetics there's you know it's the the runner chaser dynamic between people there's always some you know who likes who anyway so so what she was doing was you know, by telling you we're never going to have a second date, she's immediately putting you back on your heels and immediately making you feel like you lost something that you didn't know you wanted. It's That's brilliant. Mickey, it's Mickey Leaper's yeah, joke. Yeah, it's a Mickey, Mickey Leaper's, Leaper's joke. joke. Exactly. When is it, it was like he was going to break up with his girlfriend or something? No, it was and like the, we were just having sex. And he's like, yeah, I just wanted it. And she's like, it's never going to be anything else. It's like, okay, well, oh. I wanted that too, but like... Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, so, sorry, we butchered your joke. Yeah. Man. We <laughs> okay, will not imagine ta- we will that. Not tag you. In this. <laughs> imagine that, but funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So you're like giving the person something, but then taking it away. So I think if I, mean, she I feel like only... at the very least we prove that his joke has staying power that yeah. it gets in your brain yeah. and makes you think. Yeah, it's great. We uh, both thought of it. <laughs> um, so she, I think if she had just talked about, she was checking some boxes for you, but I think if she had just talked about all that, it wouldn't oh, have had the effect so on boxes. you. 
it wouldn't have had the effect on you that it did once she told you that you were never going to get it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and I mean, and this is, so I, I, I was immediately like upset at this girl. Yeah. And then almost immediately after that, looked back on all these past little uh, hookups that I had and saw it uh, through a different lens. Whereas I didn't know anything about these magnetic shit that you're talking about. Yeah, because you like, came. Where I'm like, I have, I'm like, who does that? Who plays games? Just be honest. Be open. Like, that's all I am. And in truth, I, I didn't know. I was. I think I was playing a game. And I didn't realize what I was doing, all this magnetic shit, and never even realizing it. Yeah. Um, and... Well, because the thing happened with her, and then a couple of days later, you came to L.A., we and L- then we read and we that read article. we read the New York Times article, and that's when it really... I mean, I was already thinking about it uh, after this after this uh, hookup gone wrong, but then I uh, read that New York Times article, and it was... Shoot, I wish I could remember the title of it, but basically it was about uh, a hookup... Uh, that like got emotional for no reason. It was like this, the author who's a female is saying, uh, she hooks up with these guys or like, she tells at least one she story. Ho- yeah. She and, ho- and like, it was just supposed to be a hookup. And, and she then, was fine with it. And it was fine with it. But then the dude starts saying all this sweet stuff to her. The dude starts saying like, Oh my God, you're like the perfect girl for me. I want, can uh, I spend the whole day with you? I, yeah. She wasn't looking for that. She wasn't, but he was like nice and charming and sweet. And she's starting to feel things. So she's like, okay, yeah, stay. They just stayed in bed the whole next day. Just hung out all Saturday. Her roommates are like whispering about like, what's there's a guy in there. What the, and like, he just says such sweet things and he holds her face and all this stuff. And she's like, you going to call me? He's like, of course I'm going to call you. Uh, and then he does not call her. Yeah. He never talks to her ever again. And she feels like a dumbass because she uh, started to like this dude and gave and like gave parts of herself to this dude. And and then she's there more. She's like, why won't he call? Why? Where is he? And then she has to be like, I never even wanted him to call. This was I wasn't looking for a boyfriend. Yeah. Why am I you, mourning? You started this I'm shit. I'm mourning something that I'd never wanted. Right. And so my the first time I read it, I thought I put myself in the narrator's shoes. You know, and just yeah. was like, oh yeah. So that's how I felt uh, with that with that date uh, the other day. And then I did the harder step. Of uh, putting myself in like the villain's shoes and really, I mean, because I was already thinking about it, but the author of this article really articulated things that I hadn't, I couldn't comprehend yet. Like to read someone else's perspective on it, someone who really thought about it, I had to go back to all these um, past hookups and past relationships. Because I mean, there's varying degrees here. Like there are some people that I hooked up with fast, and uh, but then there were some people, there were women. There were women that I cared about a lot, that I cared about a lot, and liked a lot, and and that I like saw multiple times, you know, for a, over a long period of time, and I mean, I really cared about them, and I think that in, uh, but you didn't, but I just I just never wanted anything exclusive or whatever. I feel like, uh, but I didn't. I was hurt. I I feel like I look back now and I and I feel really uh, I feel like a piece of shit. I feel like a piece of shit for how these women ended up feeling because of me, and and I and I and at the time I just didn't get what the f- and it's not just it's not just not understanding magnetics. It's just that I didn't understand myself. I don't think I think it's only uh, now that I'm realizing. Like, I mean, I knew that I wasn't well. And I knew that uh, you're not supposed to, like, people aren't supposed to date after breakups because they're not healthy, you know? Yeah. That they're, and I knew that I was afraid of commitment and stuff. But I was just convinced that I was, like, the perfect hookup. Like, I'm I'm a, I'm a sweet, charming, nice guy, and uh, I'm going to be really nice to you, and uh, we're going to hook up, and there's no, like... Nothing attached. No strings attached, right? No strings attached, but... But I kept magneticizing. How do you say it? <laughs> I, kept, I kept fucking up these girls because I would be... How did you put it, Jessica? You get very intimate with people 
like that intimacy is very it's a, a quality that i admire in you but intimacy comes very easy to you and you can have intimacy without attachment which i think but it feels like and looks like uh you are you are having deeper feelings you're like a boyfriend for a night and so you like a Which lot of things that you can't get out of men uh yeah. or you know or it, you're very similar to the guy in the article just in that uh, you want to hold hands yeah. and and like r- r- I've never I've things. never said I was going to call in the knock. I've never Yeah, no, no, I don't I'm not talking about that. I'm talking but about just, the good I, qualities. I know you know that. I just get constantly worried about all of our listeners uh uh thinking I just I'm sensitive about this. I'm sensitive it. about this topic. I just yeah. don't want to be an asshole. Yeah. And I and I just found out that I am a huge, a huge asshole. Yeah. And so I'm not a, I'm not talking about, I was going to clarify that. I know, I know, I know. So, so you like holding hands. Yeah. You like saying sweet things. You like snuggling. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I, I am getting better at just, sometimes I do just want sex, but I mean, for the most part, I don't. You like the idea of like, I really let's can't, have I really can't have sex with someone. I really can't have sex with someone that I don't like a lot. Like, luckily I like most people, but I mean, yeah. I just, I can't just look at like if someone sucks, but has a great body or whatever, I really can't fuck them. Like I have to, I have to have conversation. I'm there for the pillow talk, man. And especially not so much anymore, but in the beginning, that's all that I wanted. I wanted, I did not know how badly I craved intimacy. I felt like I was, afraid of intimacy and i was right which, but there was another part of me that that desperately needed it and i needed pillow talk and i needed sweet nothings and i wanted to express that to someone but then i also wanted to be able to leave whenever i wanted to right uh, because i was scared like I, and so and i thought that that was allowed like and I, because you felt like, well, I'm I'm telling them I only want a physical relationship, even though my body and my actions are telling them something different. But you didn't realize that yet, so you felt like, well, I have said it. Yeah, I was worse. like, what? You don't get it. But then, I mean, I got this was all a progression. It wasn't. Yeah. I'm making it seem like one day it all turned around. But I mean, this this I I got feel like I got better where I would then be like, hey, I don't want anything serious, but. I am a physical person. Like Which I, do, I think it's great. I do want to snuggle. Yeah. I do want to do this. I do want to, you know, have some, I want to have some sort of shared intimacy without, you know, expectations. And then I would fuck that one up too. And I would just be like, Ugh, these women, you can't trust them. You tell them not to fall in love and they do it anyway, you know? Yeah. But it was, I think, uh, I, don't know. I think you were very open about being afraid. And so it's easy when they they feel you connect, like the way that you connect, I can't, the way that you can connect to people is like magic. And so it has to just feel like love. And then, you know, you're very open and honest and vulnerable about the fact that you've been hurt. And so it's really easy to connect those dots and be like, yeah, he's hurt, but he's afraid. So he's telling me he doesn't want anything, but I know he does want something. And I can easily point this time that he seemed jealous and the way that he held my hand and this, this, and this. So I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent. You're definitely not out ghosting women and making shit up and all this. No, no. But I used to, I mean, I already thought those thoughts already. Yeah. And I, but I was putting, I just thought like, then it's all their fault. I, I'm not to blame then if they read things between lines that weren't there, right? That I told them they interpreted this their way and they interpreted that their way and then they got themselves hurt, I guess. But now I'm looking back and being like, and I do think it helps that I'm in a healthier place now and I can feel the difference between like what I am desiring. But um, especially after those two experiences, the article and the the girl where I realized that there was absolutely something there in between the lines. They were reading in between lines, but they weren't wrong. Yeah. I think you pointed out, you were the first person that pointed out to me that I equate sex with love. That for my entire life, I only ever had uh, sex with a person that I loved. And it's hard to divorce those two things in my head. And I feel like you and I have mostly only talked about 
I don't know, the reverse of this relationship. But I feel like there's so... I probably had a Pavlovian response to sex where oh, I wow. I felt in love for a little bit, which is what I was looking for. I don't think I ever put it in those terms, but I was looking to feel not... I would say, like, I just don't want to feel alone tonight, right? Yeah. That's how I would say it. Like, I'm just using Tinder to not feel alone. But I was having sex... I was having sex and feeling loved and feeling like I was in love, right? I could pretend for a little bit. And I think I, I think I'm a really great actor. Whatever. Like, I feel like I really get into the role or something. So when they were with you, they were having this love experience with you that I, that I feel like I was, you were having doing the magnetics and then my own fear. Like I, um, I was never purposely pulling away, but I was pulling away constantly because I would get scared. And I think, yeah, man, I just wish I could go back and do things a little bit differently. There's not even like, and I, I, I don't know. There's, I still think there are some, I, I can point to some relationships and be like, all right, that wasn't even, that, that, that's on you. All yeah. right. You, <laughs> this, uh, uh, we never spoke. Uh, we made eye contact on stage. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I feel bad for making fun of you at the beginning of this because you feel so bad. And uh, well, I yeah, and I knew, and I, I mean, and you said it before, and I knew we were going to talk about it on the podcast later. But I was like, oof, oh, this really hurts my feelings. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Sorry, I came at you so hard about the telephone pole thing. Yeah, that was just uh, because well, I was def- uh, feeling defensive. Well, so here is here's a conversation we had where I was like, why don't you just find women that are more aggressively about the hookup because i've tried that i try so i uh, i am i'm a i'm i'm a bad mormon right like that's i feel like just the way i'm stuck in between the mormon and ex-mormon world yeah and not liked by either group sometimes right i feel like i I mean i don't know i don't know if i'm the nicest bad boy or uh the worst nice guy like i'm but uh I, I, I feel like I break the nice girls' hearts and none of the, the bad, the, what did you call them, aggressive? None of yeah. these aggressive women want to fuck with me either because, they, but for an opposite reason, they look at me and they're like, he's too nice. Yeah. And I'm like, no, but I'm a, I'm a bad boy. And they're like, uh, <laughs> the fuck you are. Uh, and I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck you real hard. And, <laughs> and. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make eye contact with you. They're like, the fuck you won't. This, I'm gonna be wiping this kid's tears off my tits the whole night. There's no way. <laughs> I'm not getting into this. <laughs> this is a trap for sure. <laughs> I wanted our first time to be special. <laughs> um, they. Uh, and so I can't like, I feel like I can't convince anyone that I'm a bad boy. Like I try, cause I also try to do that with uh nicer girls and I'm just like, Hey, I'm just here for sex. But then I still send them all the wrong signals and I send, I do all this stuff. So, I mean, yeah. so no one's, they're not wrong. Like I, that's why I've been doing all the soul searching. That's why I've been trying uh, to figure out. I mean, it's all just like, yeah, I just feel guilty. I think about I think about certain people all the time, all the time, and uh, it sucks. I never, ever, ever meant to do that. I never wanted to do that. I never wanted to to, to what did you call? I don't. I never wanted to trick someone into to liking me. I never wanted to run away and make someone just sit there and go, oh. Yeah, which is another. I think another thing that I will say uh, that I am only now beginning to believe in how. Well, now I I do believe. Do you remember when Morpheus is like Neo? Is like, oh, he's beginning to believe. Look yeah. at him. That's that's me, but with how sexy I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had such low self esteem when I came onto Tinder, and, and low self esteem. I just. Uh, would just be like, or just all shucks women all of them like oh, i was i mean you don't have to you don't have to say that 
Like I didn't think. Oh, you I didn't, didn't know you had a big dick. Is oh, that what we're no, going to talk about? No, no, okay. no. That's a whole. We need an entire episode to talk about my dick. <laughs> um, I just I didn't know how desirable I was. Like in a lot of, in a, I mean, I I really thought very poorly of myself, and I think no one believes uh, uh, you when you say that. But like, my fucking, I hated myself. Right, the woman I loved told me that I made her miserable, and also. It was a huge fat piece of shit. Have we talked about how much weight can we lose getting divorced? It's amazing. Sorry, now can we edit all this out? You yeah. give me a look that's like you Am look I? like an asshole right now. Uh talking about was how I? great you are. But I just I don't know. There was some idea that I wanted to try to express where like I I just I just kept thinking these women were crazy. I'm like, why are you acting like you want to uh uh, like that you're interested in me. Like I just don't get this joke that you're that you're still pulling. That's just weird at this point. You think in the beginning you didn't believe uh, women were attracted to you when they told you they were attracted to you? Yeah, I just thought it was like a lonely thing. Or they were being just, nice. Yeah, they, the people were being nice uh, or that it's just like what I was there for. I mean... Those first few women weren't anybody but Tabitha replacements, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, just there to to force myself to have a good time. And so, I mean, like, I want, uh, you just say nice things to say nice things. Yeah. So that it's nice. So I, I just like, I would be like, oh, thank you. That's a really sweet. I mean, I took it, like right. the compliment. I'd be yeah. like, oh, great. That's great. But it was, it took a long time. For people to be like, no, Aaron, like, no, you're, you are attracted. And I'm like, me. And then I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, me, I am attractive, right? Uh, like at the time, I just, I honestly, I, I really just thought we were all having, we've all silently agreed to engage in uh, a play. Like that's what, that's what one night stands are. We're going to pretend to, to like each other for a night. And I think I was just in a really, sad sad place and uh was fucking with people's hearts hmm. but also i don't know man this is there's also the thing with i feel like again we just did our tinder episode and we and I was like and we talked about like these are really like five-year-old takes on tinder that <laughs> everyone's already expressed but i am i am continually shocked at how many people are trying to get a relationship out of tinder and uh i'm like ah fuck i don't want to tell a joke <laughs> i don't want to tell a five-year-old joke i just i feel like it's gonna make me sound like an ass right down this time we're gonna cut out Aaron. <laughs> Everything since Aaron talked about being low self-esteem. Oh, my God. Let's talk around 30 minutes then. <laughs> 30 minutes. Aaron started being an ass. And uh, we're going to cut that out. Okay. Wonderful. Excellent. <laughs> oh, we got that note. Note down. <laughs> Are there... Uh... Fucking Jessica. <laughs> Is that the third or fourth time you've knocked that on the floor today? Uh, uh, all right. Here is my assessment of of how things get confusing. And I, I think I've, I've given, for the most part, this to you. There's this other thing that you do. You live very in the moment. And when you like something, you fr you're you're very in touch with your emotions, and you freely express your emotions in a way that I have. Uh, when you don't like something, you just have you just say so open and on. You you well, will that's new actually. I've been yeah. working on that. I, I, I old old Aaron uh, struggled expressing yeah. dislike, and I think you're it's easier I, with me than most yeah. people. Yeah, so well, you're. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're you're my best friend. I right. feel I like I can I can do that. Uh, when I'm like, uh, are you going to keep chewing that, chomping on that breath, man? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm very complimentary. I love giving compliments. When you like when something. When I see something and I like it, I feel like it, you should know it. Yeah. If you give, because I love getting compliments. I mean, like, I, if there's something I like about you, I tell you. Right. If there's something that, and I also just like liking things. Yeah. I like. I'm like this also. But you're very, uh. 
sometimes when you are even explaining to me how you like someone, I have taken it that it was more serious uh, just because of the passion with which you describe liking it, liking the person, mm-hmm. not it, but you're like this with things. But, um, and I think for her to be on the receiving end of, I don't know if you're telling her, like, I like this, but you're probably, probably excited. I'm an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh no, I guess I've seen you like just, yeah, like I, I, I loved it. I had a great time. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And, um, and I think I can see where the miscommunication happens there because, um, a few times of hanging out with you and you expressing how much you like it. And, uh, but you're just seriously just want what you want. And that hasn't changed no matter how many times we get together and I like this, it, it's not going to change what I want from this, but that's not how things normally are. Yeah. Yeah. Most people are like, I like this. So like, let's do this forever. Which in another life I might've been, but now I'm not. Right. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. But I do still like to like, 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 Oh, Oh, you think he's in love with you? You should hear how he talks about Disneyland. Okay, yeah. he gets really, <laughs> yeah, no really into how much uh, he liked it. Yeah, and like speaking of other things that I don't know that are big deals, uh, I know you you gave me shit about this, but it's I I told my parents that I had a good date. That's it. That's all that I did. I told my parents that I had a great date, and I kind of gushed about it, and like. It's only because I was at, I was like, they, they were there like the next morning, like they, and they knew that I'd been out on a date. They asked me about it and I was like, oh, it was great. But apparently, uh, telling your parents about a girl that you went on a date with is a huge step and is a big signifier that, uh, it's going to lead. I don't know. Yeah. If it gets back to her that, uh, (laughs) that you did that. Yeah. It, it does seem like a big, I just say, I have a bad problem. I just say everything. I say everything. And I think that some of that's an unhealthy need to say everything. And I, it's something that I'm working on. I also, I love when I, oh, when I get high and I just realize things that I'd never, I have these big, huge realizations that then don't sound that big once I'm not high anymore. <laughs> but at the time, I, re- I, I made a snap of myself because I was like, oh. And I and I was just thought it was so deep, and I was like, "You give out like the compliments that you are hoping to receive," and I feel like I was constantly complimenting my ex-wife, constantly telling her how great she looked, constantly like way too fucking much. Really, this is magnetic shit that you're talking about. Like she wouldn't give me anything. She never. I felt part of the reason, like I felt like shit. Why I had such low self-esteem is that for two years before she left. She never said she I felt so unsexy. I felt so ugly. I felt so I wasn't getting like and I would just go out of my way to compliment her multiple times a day. I was getting nothing. And I think that I kept I kept doing it. I kept building her up in my mind and making her better and better and better because I was feeling worse and worse and worse and worse. And I was hoping that she would say something back. So like that was like unhealthy. Right. Like I don't want to do that. And I've been getting better where like I. I I really like now the person I am now doesn't I'm already be, like I said it was a progression with all with each of these dozen girls or however many like I that I met like is a progression where I got better and better but still managed to hurt so many people but I think that I am curbing that unhealthy quality and now I, I mean I I am still at my heart like this happy guy that does like to like things. I applaud at strip clubs uh, <laughs> because because they're just doing such a great job. Like I'm having, I'm having I like I think stand up comedy has like trained me to clap. Like I, cl- yeah. I I I anytime the comedian asks any question. I'm clapping for him. Like no matter what, there's just like, hey, uh, who's here for the first time tonight? And I'm just like, woo! 
Oh God, I've gotten burned by that. And then he's like, and then he's like, uh, who's been here before? And again, I just go, yeah. woo, <laughs> just because I want to, I want to help, and I'm just clapping, right? So then I'm at a strip club. This is in in your town. This is in Portland. I went with my brother. It was the first time we got to a strip club, and I'm just get, doing applause, and I'm the only one in the strip club who's clapping. Yeah, and I'm like, in any what? strip club, what? It, she's doing amazing work <laughs> and no one is respecting this please applaud i mean i still like i think now i i still have that problem but it's just not as i think so now you, it's a, you hand out a lot of verbal affection i do not I'm, I'm curbing it but i do i still do yeah uh genuine everything's genuine yeah everything everything i think is genuine. i didn't know where you were going with that you were hoping to get it back thing the hoping to get it back that you were handing out compliments with uh, your wife to, in, in oh. an attempt to get them back. I didn't know if you were saying that you were, because you did say that. You said, yeah, but I mean, you're uh, handing out compliments you, can, you would like to get. You can, I mean, I had that early, that realization pretty early on, but I genuinely believe my wife was beautiful, but that's not why I was saying it. Yeah. You know, they were, the motive behind it was greedy, was unhealthy, you know, and I just kept adding to this monument to her in my head while detracting from mine and just like it just ugh, right yeah the magnetics of that are hard uh, yeah so and then i just think i was in this habit of giving out compliments all the time that and having sex with women and so i just compliment them right but it wasn't ever like something i made up but i just i did like want there was a part of me that wanted it to be meaningful but for Bad reasons. Yeah. Not because I wanted to mean anything with them, but because I wanted to mean something for me. That's where I feel like I've I've got regrets. Yeah. That Pavlovian response to sex thing is still <laughs> uh, blowing my mind. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, that's why I don't know, sex is scary. Um, I think so intimacy for me is scary. I've never had, I've never just had like the intimate sex that you see in movies where they stare into each other's eyes and love sex each other. I've never done that. And, uh, it's terrifying and just regular non kinked out sex feels like it might turn into that or is expected to be that. And I have a million stories of me bailing to uh, to avoid that experience. And that's for as long... That's before I even got hurt the first time. And I think that is, uh, you know, probably a sexual abuse issue. Yeah. So it's Yeah, very... I always made a joke about, like, the Pavlovian response thing. I was yeah. like, yeah, well... It feels People like that it get raped can't dirty. like you got yeah. you've got a strong response to to sex then like yeah. it's associated with something pretty bad. So it feels like it has to be dirty or shameful or it has to touch some like broken piece of me otherwise it doesn't resonate but I also have a wicked fear of intimacy <laughs> <laughs> present in my life so I can't It's just and I imagine but I say this all the time like I have been fascinated Uh, And have asked you and I've asked Jason. So you mean to tell me that you can snuggle (laughs) in a bed with someone that you're not in love with, even that you are in love with, honestly. And we're like, yeah, absolutely. And feel comfort from that because that is the that sounds so not comforting to me. You couldn't just fall. You can't fall asleep with with someone that you uh, that's like, yeah, I can. I mean, like I can connect. Yeah. No, I can't. I can like we're not gonna fall in love and get married, but like I really appreciate you as a person and genuinely connect and feel really close and feel comfort in your presence. Or, like you know, we can like each other for a night. <laughs> I, I there are people that I can't do that. It's not like I can do it with everyone, but uh, yeah, most people. And that is uh, so. And that it feels good when you feel bad. That's something that can bring you comfort when you feel bad. Absolutely. That's your nightmare. (laughs) I just can't. Like, if I feel bad, someone in my space just sounds like, oh, now I get to feel bad, but I have 500 alarms going off inside of me. Oh, no, I want to be touched. (laughs) I want to have someone play with my hair. I want to have someone to compliment. (laughs) Someone I can, like, uh, look at me like, oh, my God, you're beautiful. 
someone that we can just talk to about. Like I can, uh, anyone who's passionate about something and get them talking about what they're passionate about. No, I'm into that. And, uh, as long as they're, they're just across the end of the table, across the room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, 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 it's, it's such an abstract idea to me that, well, and I was, so I was just in a, you know, in the, in this marriage, I was married to someone who's very physically affectionate and he had to, he had to endure this marriage where I have to have a warning before you touch me. Otherwise I'll flinch. You can't, you can't just walk up and touch me without, uh, I have to be, I have to be braced for the experience and uh <laughs> and it's the last thing i want when i'm sad and it's uh it's difficult for me to give that to people when they're sad because it feels so weird to me that i just bring the weirdness i, I mean it's a joke with my 23 year old because uh i got her back when she was 14 and uh, she was lived with another family when I was on drugs. And then the day she came home with me, she was sad, obviously. She left this family that she loved and she had been with for a long time. And uh, she gets out of the car and I know she's crying her eyes out. She's coming to a new house with a mom that she hasn't lived with since she was four. And I know that she needs me to hug her in that situation. And so I try to hug her and it's just the worst <laughs> just the worst robot uh attempting to emulate uh <laughs> affection and you know it's been 10 years and i think she could probably count on two hands how many hugs that she's received from me since then because she's old enough that she uh can tell how weird it feels for me like i just don't i don't know how to do it i don't know how to comfort someone with affection because it's not comforting for me so uh, I don't know how to genuinely do it because uh, you doing the same for me wouldn't comfort me. So I don't know how. And so it's this running joke in the family. There's I, you know, there's all these moves I do to avoid full hugs. There are people that say that I there's check photos, out. There's, there's photos uh, of uh, you after shows with people. Yeah. Yeah. Because all of my body language is like, I Vader. Don't touch me. Yeah. Uh, and I, do, I hug people anyway because I feel like... <sighs> It's my shit, you know, and the the explanation of not liking hug is just easier to just do the hug. Um, mm -hmm. It's been described as I log out of my body, which is a great description. I just check out for a second while we're hugging. So the idea that, and I think this is part of the reason that I don't, that I rarely end up having sex and I just do crazy aggressive blowjobs to get out of it is because I don't, what if it ends up being intimate? You know, I don't like I, I think that people connect to each other all the time. And to me, it's just like, you know how fucking VIP you have to be to get through that wall with me. I just I can't uh, do it. It's uh, look how uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like your body, my body you're language, like yeah. creeping further away. Um, getting smaller. Yeah. I just it's fa it's I well, wish I would have gotten into this earlier, but it's it's the the idea of. You were going through a painful time in your life and you were finding comfort in people that you didn't know that well and hadn't earned the right to get close to you and and that were right to them and uh. you yeah i'm not saying yeah, i'm, no, I'm no, no, saying no, no, it from no. my perspective and i can't even really articulate like what would make me trust a person enough to uh be okay with it because i feel like you know jason just had to live I don't know how many years without without having touch in his marriage because I am like not capable. Yeah. It's polar opposites. Like I'm being too intimate with people. I'm hurting them. Yeah. Do you like you hurt people by not being intimate enough with them? I definitely hurt. I like I can't if no other man, I don't know another man that could Jason just has unshakable confidence. Because you would have to have unshakable, con and he would say that because Jason's very tuned into people's like body language, and he was like, "If I went," he said, "You're the only person whose body language is completely contradictory of what you actually feel." And fortunately, you're very verbal, I'm, because I'm very verbally affectionate. Like I will, uh, that's how I show affection. So I will just tell you all of the ways that I think you're amazing, because I can't show you, mm. and um. 
I'm not very considerate because I'm a fucking space cadet and can't even remember what room I'm in half the time. So I tend to forget your birthday and every other fucking thing. But I'll I will have I will have fully documented verbally exactly why I think you're amazing and that's how I show affection. But physically, I recoil. And so he's like, if I went by your body language, I would think I you hate me. And uh, but he's very confident. And just didn't. So he had to live without that, which I think sucks. Just like I think it sucks that he had to live years where I was weird about sex. You know, I don't think it affected him the way that men with a more emotional needs would have been affected. Of course it affected him. But I mean, he he handled it like a champ. Uh, but yeah, so I whether or not I hurt him, I can't because he doesn't express a lot of that kind of stuff. But uh, will it affect future relationships? I'm sure. Are you trying to be more? Uh, I am. I'm trying to open up. Uh, Good for you. Yeah. I have so many. Uh, I don't know. I have so many hangups about physical touch that it's hard to... Hard to say. How are we on time? No, we're fine. We're fine. I was thinking about how I, you've complimented me on uh, how great it is that I didn't jump into a rebound relationship after the divorce. And I know that one of the reasons I didn't was because I was like, I'm a wreck, right? I'm mm-hmm. a wreck. And, uh, I wouldn't do that to someone. I, w- I wouldn't want to hurt anyone. I didn't want to have a failed relationship that uh, where I, I hurt somebody. That's kind of fucked up to bring all that shit to the table and dump yeah. that on someone. And you know that's you're not going to be married to that person forever. Like This is a clearly a rebound relationship. Right, you most know? people don't think that way. I thought that way. Uh, and it didn't do anything. I just felt like instead of having one like one uh one person that I fucked up, I just fucked up a lot of people at least a little bit. <laughs> and uh yeah, that sucks, man. Wow. I, I yeah, I uh, <laughs> I oh. Yeah, cuz I think a lot of people get into that one rebound relationship a lot uh-huh. of times just to make the other person jealous or uh just to, you know, distract right. themselves or whatever. Uh, but they're never uh, thinking, oh, this is probably going to fuck the other person up. Like, they're just using mm-hmm. that person to comfort themselves. The, and you thought you didn't want to do that to one person. Yes, instead I did it to ten. Uh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> yay. The only person, like, I didn't... I, the, this is actually this is a, an example of a great relationship that I had. This is here. Uh, like, at least I can think of some good ones. But I had a great relationship with this person. We uh, started out like we known each other for a while before we finally slept together. Had a great time. And she was like the first person I slept with that I could uh, (laughs) see again after if I (laughs) sex was so hard for me in the beginning that like I really wasn't having sex with the same person multiple times. like and I definitely couldn't I couldn't really care about you and have sex with you. Right. That that's the that's really like the real thing. Is that like if I really cared about you, if we had sex, then we weren't ever talking again because I couldn't handle it. And I was really nervous to have sex with her because we had known each other already and we'd been friends already. And I was like, You're gonna lose this friend. And, uh, instead she was the first person I had sex with. And I remember like while having sex and thinking, oh shit, this feels great. I don't feel weird. I don't feel scared. I don't feel like I still like her the same amount as I did. And like, I knew, I already thought I was like, oh man, that means like this person could be my girlfriend. That was like the, the first thoughts that I had. Right. It's like, maybe she's going to be my first girlfriend, like the first actual relationship that I have. But I thought. I don't want to do that to her. I don't think that I think I'm like years away from still being like a healthy uh, boyfriend to have. Why would I want to do this to this person who I care about? 
And uh, she felt the exact same way. She was like, Aaron, I don't want to be your first girlfriend. That's going to fucking suck. And uh, we are still friends to this day. Wow. Yeah, she got a she got a different boyfriend, someone who's like emotionally available and whatnot. Right. Uh, but uh, I like how, like with that. <laughs> I don't know why is it with her that I actually had like a really great. I mean, I do. It's not because it's obviously because it's not one hundred percent my fault, but uh, it's. For whatever reason, her and I still like we never. I never hurt her. Yeah, I never hurt her, uh, and she was the one that I was worried. I don't know. I'm not making any sense, but still, uh, I didn't. I was thinking, having those thoughts about like, oh, I don't want to. Wh- why would I ever get into a relationship with with uh, her? I just don't get a relationship with anyone. You're just gonna hurt them. Yeah. But I was ignoring all the people that I was hurting at the same time I was having those thoughts yeah. about I'm going to hurt somebody. I was already doing it, man. Yeah. Just not with her. <laughs> huh. <laughs> uh. You got anything else? I'm sorry. That's, uh, that was like you as my mentor have to give me like a bunch of like you have to tell me how many Hail Marys to do in order to <laughs> be forgiven. Uh, uh, but in this case, it's like I actually I, there's like all these girls named Mary that I slept with <laughs> that I have to <laughs> that I have to hail <laughs> in writing. Just write a letter. Uh I don't know. I mean, yeah, it is funny that I'm learning all these lessons at 31. I guess that like everyone had a learning curve, but I'm just uh, late to the game, man. Yeah, well, I mean, when you break down the actual stories, it's a real buzzkill. But uh, <laughs> when we're having the conversation and you're like, I don't understand. And I'm like, you expressed jealousy, uh, you know, or I, I wish I could think of some of the phrases that you I'm like, what exactly did you say? And then when you tell I me, I was like, say, would you prefer to get married in the fall or the summer? And I didn't understand <laughs> how that gave the wrong idea. That's just a question that popped into my head. And I was just like, I mean, personally, I'm about fall. Uh, I mean, I got I married my ex-wife on October 16th. It was a beautiful day. It was actually really great. Uh, There's just things that pop into my head, man. <laughs> I'm learning to shut the fuck up, though. Yeah, that's good. So I just, if you and I, if we, I mean, that's the whole point of this friendship. If we could, if I could just lend you some of this intimacy that I am not. Oh man, do you know what this? Yeah, you gr- could stand a little less. I could stand a little less. You could stand a little more. Uh, this girl uh, that I had a huge crush on in high school. She once had this description for me that was so perfect. I haven't thought about this in a long time, like since my mission. But she was like, in high school, she was like, Aaron, you have so much love and not enough people to give it to. Mm-hmm. And like, you're just look at, you're just like, oh, can I, can I, will you be my girlfriend? Because I just want to love something. That's what she meant, you know? Yeah. Uh, which she was right. That's that is what I was looking for in high school and uh, maybe I still am <laughs> like, well, I remember thinking about it as a missionary and loving being a missionary because I was in like all these people were, I was their steward, right? Like I uh, was there to serve them, all these Italian people. And I was commanded by Christ to love them. And boy, did I, I had so many people to love and take care of and smile at and wave to every day. And like, I and just show love for them, and I was fucking ecstatic. I was a happy boy on my mission. I liked that aspect of it. I remember writing Mary a letter and be like, "Do you remember when you said that I just had so much love to give and no one to give it to?" <laughs> uh, well, now I got people, you know. And I don't think I really thought about her saying that uh, for a while, but. Uh, yeah, maybe it's just always been this dumb characteristic of mine that I need to get under control. <laughs> uh, I do think that in high school I was also depressed and also had low self-esteem. And I do think that like that 
that pot realization has truth to it. Something yeah. that I'm working towards where uh, I think that I'll always be a loving person. I want to be, but I, I think that I will have less of a compulsion to be so effusive with my affection when I actually just love myself. Right. When I turn some of that love inwards t- towards myself. Yeah. Then I won't have to sh- vomit it out <laughs> onto passersby. Uh, <laughs> Boy, those shoes are great. <laughs> I love them. Uh, is this uh, I love. Said he's yeah. saying, "Don't vomit your love." Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We want to vomit our love onto you. <laughs> And on to those nice new shoes that you got. <laughs> Catch you guys next time. I'm in the middle. <laughs> if you put a Mormon and a meth head together, this is what they sound like. Aaron would all let just a read our friends. Listen to them talking to Mike. <laughs>